Welcome back to The Ron Show for Thursday, December 15th, 2022. I'm Ron Roberts, your host on the America One Radio app and at AmericaOneRadio.com. Jack Ryan, season three is out in less than a week, six days from today on December 21st. One of my good friends from back in my time in South Carolina is a fellow by the name of Michael Kelly. Actor Michael Kelly, who you may remember from House of Cards, The Comey Rule, Everest, Man of Steel, Now You See Me, Criminal Minds, The Adjustment Bureau, and Changeling. Michael is a Coastal Carolina University grad. He's also from Georgia, so we had so much in common, we just connected and clicked and stayed in touch. He is a big Braves fan. Big Coastal Carolina University fan, so you'll hear me talk a little sports at the end of this interview, so just begrudge us that little bit. In the meanwhile, let's get to our conversation with Michael Kelly. So, uh, you're in Australia? I am. I am. How is it that you and I can talk? You're in Australia. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. And every time I watch Christian Amanpour in uh, Baghdad on CNN, there's like that three to five second delay, but we're just crisp and clean. I know. I know. I wonder what that is. Maybe it's 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 it, that if bad shit goes down on their end, they can stop it. Maybe so. Maybe so. I want to thank you for giving me the time to talk. Uh, I know uh, Jack Ryan, season three is rolling out. Where is uh, Jack and uh, Mike November going to wind up this season? We go a lot of places as usual. We 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 were based in Budapest, so we filmed a lot a lot of the season there. But we jumped. I think we did nine countries this year. So mm-hmm. we were Prague, Vienna, Greece. We find Mike November in Santorini, which is really cool. <laughs> had a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, we do a lot of a lot of globe trotting again. And uh, you know, I think honestly it's what makes the show so compelling for a lot of people. You know, I know John's mom always says, you know, show me really interesting characters and take me to places I've never been. And, and we do a lot of that. <laughs> so how much of that is actual travel though? I mean I realize you do have to go to some of these locales be- because of, you know, how recognizable they are. But how much of this travel is sort of like, we're actually going to do this in Ontario. It's going to look like France. None. That is the greatest thing about this show is that we, I mean, I do, I, uh, that being said, like, I do think we will take, um, you know, uh, for instance, Russia, right? We We might shoot that in Budapest. Um, and, and double locations like that. But we are, no matter what, we're always globally out there. We're not shooting things in the United States that are supposed to be um, foreign countries, you know. Okay, so the lunar landing was on a green screen, but you actually get to go to Budapest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, have you been so far in these two seasons, have you been somewhere that you haven't been before? And uh, what was your favorite? Constantly. Um, Santorini, I'd never been. Vienna, Prague, I'd never been. Uh, or Vienna, I had with my family once. Um, Santorini, Athens, Slovakia. Like, of all, and I'm not sure if that's season three or season four. I, I tend to get them a little confused because we ran them back to back. Okay. We filmed for a year and a half straight, a small break in the middle, but we, we went, just kept production rolling because it had been so long since the fans had seen the show. So we, we knocked out two in over a year and a half, but Slovakia, I would say was the most, um, sh- was the biggest shock to me because, you know, having spent a lot of time in some of these Eastern European places, especially during the winter months is can be tough and it can wear on you as much as I love Budapest. 
you're there for the winter. Mm. It's 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 not the greatest. Um, but uh, so Slovakia was coming up on the schedule, and we were all like, oh, what is Slovakia going to be like? And we got there, and we were all like, oh my god, it was one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen, and and the stuff we got there is just incredible. So. I have had so many friends telling me that I need, I, I let my passport expire during COVID. And uh, so I need to get it redone and just, you know, keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And uh, I've got family in Germany and now you've got me wanting to go to Slovakia and Budapest. So uh, Budapest, travel- is cool, man. Budapest is really cool. Like I, it's funny because I remember John during COVID, I, I'd gone over to John's house once to hang out and um, we you know, kept our bubbles or whatever it was. And I went over there to hang out and uh, and he said, so the original plan was we were going to base in London and then shoot all over Europe from there. And he said, we're actually thinking about Budapest. It's far uh, less expensive than London. So we can put more of that content, more of that money on the screen than if we film there. And he's like, you ever been to Budapest? And I was like, yeah, I did a movie there like I don't know, a year or two prior to COVID. I did this Netflix film there. And I said, Budapest was was great for like, I was there for a month and a half. I was like, it was great for a month. I said, you really wouldn't want to probably spend much more time than that there. And he said, oh, because I think we're going to be based there. And I was like, oh, shit. And so we were based there for a year and a half. And I got to tell you, after that month, especially my second time being there in such a short amount of time, I really started to get to know the city, to get to know the people, to get to know the restaurants. And, and we ended up loving it, loving it, loving it. So talk to me how much you can anyway, about what seasons three and four are going to look like as far as like ripped from current headlines. Well, it's interesting. I mean, some people might watch season three and think that it was ripped from the headlines because obviously uh, there is this faction within Russia that is uh, in the Ukraine is talked about. And but it, the crazy thing is, it wasn't it's not. And, you know, y- you know, a bit about production and knowing <clears throat> this was that storyline was created, you know, pre-COVID. We were going to go to work like as COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And then so we're talking years ago and then to see some of these things happen. But it's not. It's not ripped from the headline in that, you know, oh, Russia is the bad guy and U.S. is the good guy. It's there is this faction within Russia. But Mm -hmm. inevitably, Ukraine is the invasion of Ukraine is talked about. And but it's purely coincidental. Um, But for if anything, I think it's I think it's good. You know, the winter is coming up for them. And, you know, to be reminded that there are people who will be freezing in Ukraine this winter, they without power and freezing and dying. And if this somehow coincidentally shines a light on that situation, then, then, then great, because not in a million years did we ever dream that we would have something so close to reality. So I know you stayed really busy here the last few years, uh, you know, with, with, with uh, acting and it has to be really hard. Like you used to be one of like the Twitter follows that was a can't miss when it came to political dialogue and you've dialed it back. And I remember you told me once before that your mama basically tried to tell you to, to, to pull back a little bit. Did she finally went out or did the, did the career busyness just take over? 
I, you know, honestly, I've been a little busier. Uh, certainly part of it. Um, Donald Trump's no longer president. Hey, there you go. It, thank God. Um, but also, you know, I have to be careful because it's not just, you know, I, I feel like there's some crazy people out there and, you know, you tread in the waters with, with some, some people. And, and then you also realize that a lot of the people that are coming at you or retorting what you say are not even real people, they're bots. And it really doesn't, doesn't matter. I'm not changing anything, but sometimes I, I do, I do still go on and invent my frustration. Yeah. <laughs> See, I tell people all the time, like some of my favorite people that I've met over recent years are people that I've dialogued with on like conservative radio Facebook pages. Believe it or not, like I, I make a lot of friends that way. Look, man, I'm 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 from Georgia, right? And I have a lot of people um, on the right that are fans of Jack Ryan. Yeah, and uh, and if anything, like when I throw something out there you'll notice sometimes that I'll engage in a dialogue with someone and say, Hey, you know, I, I hear you, but yeah. tell me, tell me why, you know, if, if you can have a conversation, I'll have a conversation with you. Yeah. Um, and you realize that, look, I mean, for the most part, we're a product of our environment, right? Like mm -hmm. you, you send that, you tend to hang in circles of people who agree with you. You tend to uh, watch the news that you tend to agree with. Um, I think it's unfortunate that the media has um, created this world that we live in where it's either this side or that side, you know? Um, and I, I think, you know, I often joke that I'd like to host a, um, remember Crossfire? Yeah, man. Those are great days, I, man. I think it was Tucker Carlson. Yeah, that, that was the, the yeah. advent of Tucker Carlson too. That's true. Might've been before he lost his damn mind. But um I think, you know, I, I would love to see a show and I would I would even be game to host it on a very part time basis. But a show where I would bring a Democrat and a Republican on and let them talk and not with vitriol and just to have a conversation about issues, because I feel like we don't talk about issues anymore. Right. We right. don't talk about our differences and accept each other's opinions of those differences. We just yell at each other and uh, we're so divided that we need something to bring us together because leaders are unable to do it because you identify with that party and that party's bad. It doesn't matter. Percent. I'm not talking about both sides, you know? A thousand percent. All right. So I got to wrap this up. I got about 60 seconds left with you. I got a couple of questions that aren't even politically motivated, aren't even Jack Ryan motivated. Where's Dansby Swanson playing in 2023? I got, I hope the Braves, man, but I just have a real bad feeling after these last four, three, three, four contracts that have gone. I'm like, yeah. I don't. Uh, the one thing that I know and the one thing that I have great faith in is that I trust Alex Anthopoulos. Yeah, yeah, I'm you know? kind of of the same mind. There. I want Dansby so badly, but I don't want him at a cost of $27 million for 10 years. It's, yeah. it's, it's not Braves baseball. Last question. Where's Grayson McCall going to be playing in 2023? That's a good call. I do not know, and I cannot predict that one. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I kind of think he's probably going to Liberty, but there are some big name schools talking about him too. So, I mean, I, I just don't want him in the SEC. He looks like he's tough to tackle. It's pretty cool, man. Pretty yeah. Cool. It, yeah. It's cool either way. All right. Listen, Jack Ryan season three drops the 21st, right? Yep. Can't wait, man. Can't wait on Amazon prime. All right, Michael Kelly. It's good to see you, man. Tell the wife I said, hello. It's always good catching up with you. Wow. All right. You look great, man. Thanks. You too. As well. See you. Take care, buddy.
To be completely honest, Jack Ryan is one of those shows that I've only recently gotten around to watching. I'm about halfway through season one, and I literally started like two days ago. That's how addictive that show is. Uh, I don't know why I slept on that one. I think I let my Amazon subscription expire maybe during the the pandemic. I got through Man in the High Castle and, uh, oh, Marvelous Miss Maisel. That's another one of my favorites. Cannot wait for that season. What is it, season four? I cannot wait for her new season. That is just one of my favorite shows. But I definitely slept on the Jack Ryan series, which is unfortunate because I love Tom Clancy novels and the Harrison Ford movie franchise was top shelf in my opinion. For those who don't know, Michael grew up just up the road in Lawrenceville, Gwinnett County, and that explains why he's a big Braves fan. And uh, he does follow the Falcons, bit of a fan. You know, it's kind of like a lot of us. Yeah, We like them when they're good. When they're not, we keep an eye on them. <laughs> Sadly, that's an affliction I've been born with and stuck with. I love my Falcons, win and or lose. Uh, Michael also got a degree in performing arts at Coastal Carolina University, which is why I brought up a name that many of you don't know about, and that is quarterback Grayson McCall, who is announcing that he is entering the transfer portal, looking for a new place to go for his final season, I believe, of eligibility. The head football coach at Coastal Carolina University, uh, Jamie Chadwell, left for Liberty University, which explains why I thought that's where he would go. All right, now you're all caught up in case you were wondering what the hell we were talking about. Michael and I actually got to know each other when I did radio in South Carolina, by the way, in Myrtle Beach. His best buddy, Stoney, and my boss, Jimmy, co-own a bar in Myrtle's Inlet called Uncle Tito's, best little dive bar uh, in Myrtle's Inlet. Yeah. (laughs) And we'd hang out on occasion. Good to catch up with Michael Kelly. Jack Ryan, season three, out on Amazon Prime, the 21st of December. More Ron Show after this on the America One Radio app and at AmericaOneRadio.com. Hey, I want to share a bit of an email. My good friend and the first lender I worked with professionally in real estate, Greg Janicki, sent me earlier this week. Uh, Greg's a vice president and branch manager with a uh, first community mortgage and another proud cat dad, too, and a joy to work with should you decide to be a home buyer. Now, his email was written to real estate agents, but I think the message applies to tentative potential home buyers and income property buyers, too. Now, here's an excerpt that I wanted to share with you. Today's uh, WSJ prime rate hit 6.25%. When I entered the business, Greg's talking here, in January of 1990, the prime rate was 10%. That was my first year in lending, Greg says, and I made more money than any of my previous 16 years in the corporate world. People were buying homes, cars, appliances, furniture, and doing home renovations without fear of rates. Last month, more building permits were pulled than the previous month. On Tuesday of this week, that was last week, a seller in East Cobb accepted an offer of $80,100 over list price after being on the market a whopping five days. Although I, Greg says, could go on, you get the point. The fact is, real estate is alive, certainly not running at the pace of five months ago, but by no means stopped or dead as some newscasters are promoting. And he's right. By the way, I am an agent, Ron Roberts with EXP Realty. I am a realtor, and I'm here to help you if you have questions about buying or selling your home. Now is not a bad time to buy. Much better than it was for your parents and grandparents when we were looking at their rates from 15, 20, 40 years ago. It's also not a bad time to sell if you've got a property worth selling. And if you don't, got some issues you need fixed up, 
I've got folks that can help you with that as well. Hit me up at 843-283-0078 or email me ron at rononthereal.com. Georgia MLS 396-720.